0: again to another show it's with Angela Lee the transformational and empowerment life coach this morning good morning I'm back this morning we're going to be talking about post-traumatic stress disorder I'm going to be sharing my journey in terms of how I manage on my journey and I'm hoping that this will be able to help and support those of you out there that are struggling with post-traumatic stress disorder this morning. Welcome, it's a lovely Sunday morning in August. Good morning. Good morning to you and welcome again to another show. And you know, I like to start it off with a lovely inspirational empowerment affirmation this morning. And we can be whatever we want this morning. We can manage whatever we're struggling with this morning. We are in control. And before I start the show, as per usual, as I mentioned this morning, we're going to be talking about post-traumatic stress disorder. I'm going to be sharing my personal experience on how I manage my own um, PTSD. And I know that there's loads of people out there that perhaps are struggling with it or have not been diagnosed with it. And perhaps this show will be able to help you to identify the symptoms and not only this, identify the symptoms, but give you some tools and some t- t- techniques On how you can actually manage it. And so before we start, let's do our positive affirmations quickly. And whether you're sitting down or lying down, listening on the airways, it's Anchor FM. And as you know so well, you can also listen to the show on Spotify. And so here we go. Let's inhale. For the count of three and exhale. And again, let's inhale. And let's exhale. And we know the power of breathing. Let's inhale this morning. And exhale. And so let's do our positive affirmations today. And these are my positive affirmations. And so let's say them together. I am here now. I live in the present My past does not define me, and I will not be held captive. My living is my healing. I am not responsible for those who want to remain asleep. I will no longer rescue, enable, or caretake. I am in control of my emotions. I can overcome them, I am in control of my thoughts, they come and they go, and I release them, I am in control of my behaviour, last but not least, I am my own validation, I like and I love myself, and so good morning to you, and thank you for joining me this morning on this lovely August, lovely Sunday, sunny day. And as I I mentioned this morning, we're going to be talking about post-traumatic stress disorder. I'm going to be showing you my journey and giving you some helpful tips on how you can actually over, not overcome, but perhaps overcome and manage them. Because as we know, there's no absolute cure for post-traumatic stress disorder. However, you know, you can actually get some support in terms of perhaps some people take medication or Um, some cognitive therapy. And that's what I was able to do a couple of years ago. And I live by these tips that I'm going to be sharing with you in a few moments in the show. And so post-traumatic stress disorder, what is it all about? And so post-traumatic stress disorder is a mental health condition, which is caused by a traumatic experience. And some of the things that people experience and some of the symptoms that you can perhaps readily identify with is perhaps reliving the the, the traumatic event. And this can include flashbacks, nightmares, intrusive thoughts, physical symptoms such as pain or nausea. And for me, it's usually like a muscle spasm that I experience um, when I relive that traumatic um, experience avoiding people or places that remind you of that traumatic event. You might distract yourself with work or hobbies and try to talk about what happened. You may try to deal with the pain by becoming emotionally numb. And so for people that are struggling with um, post-traumatic stress disorder, perhaps you try to avoid people and um, you distract yourself by perhaps becoming a workaholic or Trying to disengage yourself from that experience, you do, not wanting to relive it um, or relive the pain, and then you become emotionally numb. And, and that's not actually uh, a healthy um, way of, of dealing with it, but this is what people do, and we're not judging anyone at all by a long shot. Feeling on the edge, constantly feeling on the edge. And this is caused by a stress hormone. And you might be easily startled or you feel you're constantly on alert for danger, even if there's no danger on sight. And this is called hypervigilance. And you may feel anxious, irritable or angry and have difficulty concentrating or sleeping. And I'm giving you a couple of the symptoms for post-traumatic stress disorder. And I remembered, uh, a few years ago, I my stress hormones, uh, my HPA access was on constant hypervigilant in terms of always preempting danger. And in fact, for many years, I struggled with um, panic attacks as a result of it. And uh, it's caused by this stress hormone that is on constant high alert, and although I don't have po- I don't actually struggle with panic attacks anymore, and I can talk about that later on in the show. However, uh, if an, an event has been relived, my HP a access could actually be triggered and this is what happens with people that struggle with post-traumatic stress disorder and for those that are just joining me for the first time welcome to the Angela Lee show today we're talking about post-traumatic stress disorder I'm sharing some useful tips and some uh evidence in terms of symptoms that you might know someone that might be struggling with it, or perhaps even yourself. You might have a family member, friend, or a colleague. And these are the symptoms, as I mentioned. Now, just to give you some general stats in terms of post-traumatic stress disorder, almost 70% of adults experience at least one traumatic event in their lifetime. 20% 20% of people who experience traumatic event will develop into post-traumatic stress disorder. And there is around 8 million people who have post-traumatic stress disorder in a given year. One in 13 people will develop PSTD, which is what an acronym for it, at some point of their life. And the countries that have high stats in terms of post-traumatic stress disorder are Canada and Australia and the Netherlands. And in the UK, our figures are considerably high as well. About one in every three people in the UK struggle with post-traumatic stress disorder. And so what is a lifetime post-traumatic stress disorder? Now, lifetime exposure to one or more post-traumatic experience, followed by recurrent upsetting memories or flashbacks. And this is the, the DSM 5 um, criterion A1 for post-traumatic stress disorder. And so lifetime post-traumatic stress disorder is that recurrent of that upsetting memory that, that actually triggers that memory or that flashback. And research suggests that men are more prone to post-traumatic stress disorder, although women are more likely to be diagnosed with PSTD. And this could be perhaps um, primarily because women tend to go to seek help in terms of um, their, their health or their mental health. And so I just want to look at Um, some key signs of those people that struggle with post-traumatic stress disorder. So you suffer from fear disorder, flashbacks, irritable emotions, hypervigilance, triggers, you're anxious, avoidance, horror, anxiety, arousal, flashbacks. And as I mentioned, that fear disorder... And people that actually struggle with post-traumatic stress disorders, perhaps they've um, experienced a violent or personal insult. Um, could be possibly a mugging or, or even war, because we have veterans that sh- struggle with post-traumatic stress disorder. There's been lots of evidence and um, stories in terms of veterans that s- suffer or struggle with life time post-traumatic stress disorder perhaps you struggled with or or you've experienced some serious health problems such as childbirth or an adverse childhood experience post-traumatic stress disorder can develop immediately after someone has experienced a disturbing event or it can actually occur weeks months or years later And as I mentioned, it affects about one in every three people in the UK. And so complex post-traumatic stress disorder is quite similar to PSTD, but it's simply, as I mentioned, a repeated traumatic experience. And so if you are experiencing a repeated traumatic experience where your memories have been triggered and it doesn't stop, It's absolutely complex. And the trauma could be experienced in early life, um, perhaps, as I said, through the adverse childhood experience or through an experience that you have um, experienced in terms of your adult life. And we we talked about a couple of things, about 30 percent. And this is quite interesting of post-traumatic stress disorder is actually caused by genetics, 30%. And interestingly, panic and generalized sort of anxiety disorders and post-traumatic stress disorder, they share 60% of the same genetics. And that is actually interesting, isn't it? And what's quite uh, ironic is that when I was when I started my masters in psychology and mental health last year, and I thankfully passed my my first year, looking forward to uh, the new semester in September, which will be my my final year. I discovered that I was actually struggling with post traumatic stress disorder over the over the decade because I. Was immediately uh, or could immediately um, associate with some of these symptoms. And so, as you know, many of you know my story about uh, a decade ago, I was diagnosed with depression. And I actually think at that time of my prognosis, my doctors or my GP uh, did not actually recognize that I was also struggling with post-traumatic stress disorder. And it is um, common um, in terms of uh, our experiences with our GP and uh, particularly in that initial diagnosis that this actually goes undetected. And I was quite uh, startled but um, became more aware of why I was behaving in certain in in, in a certain way, or, or why I was um, reacting, and and why my HPA levels were were activated at, at that point. And so, when you go through trauma, trauma causes brain injury, particularly in the prefrontal cortex of the brain, the amygdala, and the hippocampus area of the brain that causes changes in the HPA axis and in fact stress alerts that causes a large increase in the neurotransmitting activities in the brain which also causes hypervigilance and when we talk about hypervigilance we're talking about that fight and flight um, moment that kicks in and triggers that occur with those individuals who struggle with PSTD. And so perhaps you have a family member or you have a friend or a colleague uh, and, uh, and you notice these symptoms in terms of being hypervigilant, being on the edge. These people like myself have struggled with this brain injury in, in, in those areas of the brain, as I mentioned, where the HPA axis is triggered. And this fight and flight um, um, mode it, it has been kicked in or kicks in as it were. And so I'm hoping that this information that you're receiving this morning will help many of you who have family members, friends and colleagues that struggle with this, and it's so important to, to, to understand that these people, or these individuals that are struggling with PSTD, it's that these are symptoms that they are, are experiencing, and they are trying to, to manage the best way they, they, they see fit, but as we will discover later on in the show, that it is important that you you get the, the the correct help that you need. That's good for you in terms of your recovery process. Because as I mentioned, that there's no absolute cure for post for PTSD. For me, um, a decade ago, I um, received some counselling and some therapy and some cognitive therapy, uh, and it's been a process. and um, some of the symptoms that i also had and that includes the diagnosis of post-traumatic stress disorder was that i suffered from chronic insomnia i found it extremely difficult to sleep Uh, muscle spasms um, severe migraines um, and those are some of the symptoms that i also struggled with and so as i mentioned post-traumatic stress disorder causes your brain To get stuck in danger mode, and even after you're not lo- there's no lo- you're no longer in danger, and so perhaps the, the you know the, the the traumatic event has, has actually uh, presided, but your brain stays in high alert, and your body continues to send out stress signals, which lead to post traumatic stress symptoms. And studies, as I mentioned, showed that show that the brain handles fear and emotions through that and it is more active with people that have post-traumatic stress disorder. And so it's very important. Knowledge is power. It's so important that we have an understanding of why people behave in a certain way and that we're not judgmental and that we can apply a uh, a certain amount of empathy and, and, and sympathy in terms of uh, these symptoms that people may demonstrate, maybe people, people in your family, because they are suffering or they are sufferers of post-traumatic stress disorder. And as I mentioned, there's no real cure, although you can, it can be managed through therapy and medication. I just want to share a few things that I have learned over the years in terms of managing my post-traumatic stress disorder. And so breathing is key in terms of helping us to, to manage our stress levels. And you know how powerful breathing is because it bypasses the conscious mind And it deactivates the sympathetic sympathetic nerve system and having a restorative effect uh, on individuals that suffer with or struggle with post-traumatic stress disorder. And so when you feel completely overwhelmed and you can sense a trigger occurring, then breathing, breathing work helps. And it, it has helped me enormously in terms of managing my PSTD. Now this is just the first half uh, of the session that I am going to be sharing some of my my useful tips. And uh, we're gonna continue um, onto the second half in a few minutes. However, let me continue with point two. Um, in terms of the techniques that I use to uh, manage my PSTD. Mindfulness is something that I practice. And it's so crucial in terms of recovery in all forms of mental health issues, Um, particularly because you become more aware of you know your your state in terms of you're here now, and if you can remember, one of my affirmations that I mentioned this morning was that I'm a, I'm here now, I'm present. It's so important to remain here, to remain present in the in the now. And a lot of post traumatic stress um, sufferers are always constantly reminded of the past, and they have these intrusive thoughts, maybe flashbacks and, and memories that trigger these traumatic e- events, and so practicing. Mindfulness, being present, being here and now can actually help you modulate um, these feelings and so it's so important also to allow yourself to feel the sensations in terms of what you're feeling right now instead of numifying, these feelings, as we mentioned, in terms of those symptoms where people become relentlessly busy in order to avoid the pain of that memory. And so it's important to be present and allow yourself to feel those feelings. However, sometimes this can only be arrived through therapy, through counselling, through coaching. And so, as you know, I am a life coach. I am a transformational and empowerment coach. And perhaps towards the end of the show, I will leave my details. If you want to reach out to me in order to have a one-to-one session with me, I'm happy to support you on your journey. And so I'm just going to continue with point two. And maybe perhaps for our next session, we can go on to uh, look at some other tips. And so, it's very important to for me myself, and I'm sharing my own practices, and it's shared with a lot of um, um, practitioners and experts in the field. Is that you try and remain present, the here and now, and and feel, be aware of your feelings, and sometimes keeping a journal it is useful in terms of monitoring and uh, and. Uh, being aware of your feelings and so writing down how you feel sometimes can actually help. And so monitoring your behaviour and feeling those sensations. And, and these allow you to be in touch with yourself. Because, as I mentioned, some people practice um, avoidance and they struggle with avoidance disorder where they're not in touch with themselves because of the the, the pain, and so in order to, to master self, it's important to be in touch with self, and that would inevitably allow you to be able to master not only yourself, but your thoughts and your behavior. And I have learned through my own journey that it's so important that you don't beat yourself up, because you've been through that traumatic experience, whatever it is. You you live that, and perhaps you were you're being too strong for too long, not knowing that you're struggling with these with these symptoms. It's so important that you're you you do not beat yourself up, and that you're kind and you're gentle with yourself. And in fact, those those uh, stats, in terms of the genetics, 30% is actually genetical. And I, you know, was sort of observant of of my uh, mother's behaviour in terms of her own experience of her traumatic experiences. And I could readily identify some of these symptoms that she actually had, and perhaps it was misdiagnosed, and she struggled through coping. And it's interesting that it's 30% of that is genetic and and, and perhaps I've inherited that 30% from from my mother who also equally went through her own traumatic experience. And so it's so important for us to have an understanding and be able to not only be empathetic to others but also empathetic to ourselves. It's so key. And I'm just going to end this session here. And I just want to uh, encourage us to be gentle with ourselves because we have been strong for too long. Some of us have perhaps got post-traumatic stress disorder. and It's gone undetected. Perhaps we've been diagnosed with depression. I was uh, like 10, not 10, a decade ago. And... We were not aware that we were we were struggling also with post traumatic stress disorder, and so it's so important that we are aware of the symptoms, that we monitor our behaviour, that we become in touch with ourselves, not detached from ourselves. That we, and, and I know that some of these um, emotions and. and Intrusive thoughts that we we experience can be so overwhelming. However, it's so important for us to feel those sensations and, and avoid numbing ourselves. And I know that is a process in itself. And perhaps if you need a life coach, if you need support, then reach out you can reach out to me, you can reach out to me on my social media platforms, Angela Lee, Um, you can send a message via the radio show on Spotify and on Anchor FM, you can reach out to me on my social media platforms on my Facebook, TikTok and Instagram pages. If you need a life coach, send me a message in my inbox and I will be able to support you and I can probably signpost you to maybe a cognitive therapist That can actually take you on further onto your journey. I'm just going to end this section of the show. We're going to continue with the other section uh, in the second half of the show. So I'll see you later. And thank you for joining me this morning.